When I was growing up, the bowling alley was called Falcaros. I don't even know if that's a person's name or not. But the big deal was they gave you the piece of paper and they gave you a pencil and you now had to do the scoring. <laughs> now, I don't know when the day occurred, but I remember going bowling once and that's it. Forget about it. You ain't getting a pencil. You ain't getting any piece of paper anymore. It's all on the computer and it does the scoring actually for you. What a revolution that was. Tell us about the revolution in the equipment. Every aspect of it has changed. I guess the lane and the pins haven't changed, but certainly there's a difference between the rental bowling ball and the bowling ball someone like you would use, Mason Sherman, to knock those pins down. Tell us a little bit about the difference. Absolutely, yeah. So when you go to a bowling alley, you're just grabbing one of the bowling balls off the racks. They all are drilled very generically, small, medium, large, extra large, and they're just this polyester cover with no core in them. They just have additional weight that get added to them based on the material that's put together. If you go into the pro shop in a bowling alley, you'll see a wall and plethora of you know different color bowling balls, different names, different companies, and they all are made with a certain purpose. The best way that I can compare it with bowling balls is going to a comparison of golf. You have different clubs for different situations. You want to have a seven iron for this situation. You want to have your pitching wedge for that situation. It's the same thing with bowling balls. They're all made to do a little bit of a different thing. So they have a different outer shell, which is the cover stock. Some of them are solids. Some of them are pearls. Some of them are dull. Some of them are shiny. But then also inside the bowling ball is what they have is the core. And that's really the engine that helps create more spin, more wobble, more pin action as it hits. And there's different varying levels of equipment. So you can have entry level where maybe it doesn't have the highest end technology, but it will get your feet wet and get you started to have a bowling ball that's quote-unquote reactive resin Mm. to get more hook, to get more spin, more wobble. Mm. And then as you continue to go up that line and say you get to the highest end equipment that there is where they can cost a couple hundred dollars at least, they get custom fitted for you in the pro shop, and the goal is for them to trudge and trudge and cut through all of the oil on the lane and still create that hook, create that wobble and create that entry angle. So as you continue going up, you're going to get more hook out of the ball. Now, of course, you also need to understand how to hook a ball, which can be taught to you if you're a new you know, beginner in bowling, one of the pro shop operators, someone who gives lessons. There's all kinds of resources all over Southern California to be able to enhance your game. You know, I myself I, and love helping people. Well, it sounds like it, and we're going to get into how people can get a hold of you uh, in a second. As a son of a carpenter who just loves wood, what it looks like, what it smells like when you cut it, what the whole idea of inlaid wood looks like in, in really high-level carpentry, tell us a little bit about the wood and the lane itself. What kind of wood do you use what it goes into the inlaying and what is on the surface of it that makes the ball so slick when you roll it down the lane. So back in the day, you'll, it's hard to find them now, but there, there was tried and true wood surfaces. And wood bowling lanes are kind of a thing of the past. There are still some centers that do have them. I remember when I was a kid going to Hawaii and there was a bowling tournament out there and half the lane was wood. And half of it was a synthetic composite material. So it was two lanes in one, basically, right at the center at 30 feet. It would change surfaces. So it was really fascinating and interesting always being able to bowl there and seeing the differences that would create. But most of them now are a synthetic material. Uh, It is still some form of wood. Some of them are composite. Um, There's different names for them and different brands uh, across various bowling alleys. But what's interesting is as that material changes, you could take the oil that goes on the lane, which is what comes out of the lane machine to actually keep the uh, integrity of the lane up to par to make sure that it doesn't get damaged and to make sure that your ball can actually slide through it 
and go a certain distance before it starts its reaction. Similar to shuffleboard, you want to have your shuffleboard table covered in all that sawdust, right? So it can slide through. The bowling lane is very, very similar. So you put oil on the lane, the ball glides through, and it can help create more of a boomerang reaction down lane as the ball starts to hook and wobble and spin. So depending on what center you walk into, it could be a number of various materials. Some are HPL, some are pro-anvil lane, and all of them are various different kinds of composite materials that make up the lane. The oils, there's a multitude of different oils as well, and not every center oils their lanes the same. They have different distances that you use, different viscosities, and different volumes, and that's why you could walk into five different bowling centers with your same bowling ball and it'll do five different things just because of the nature of the characteristic of that center. I don't know a damn thing you're talking about, but I just love, <laughs> I just love the passion. I'm like talking to a vascular surgeon right now about what kind of vascular clips and Gore-Tex graft. It's like fantastic to hear you talk, Mason, about your love affair with something which happens to be bowling. Listen, can you hang on? Because I got to yeah. ask you about today's topic about spin and zigzagging, because I think it is a metaphor for all of us in our life, even if we don't bowl. Can you hang on? Absolutely. I look forward to it. All right, Mason. Hang on. Thanks so much. All right, Warriors, what a treat to talk to a passionate man, but wait till you hear what he tells us next about spinning and zigzag. This is what has inspired me for today's show. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN. The number is 877-710-ESPN.